Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. It's marvelous to see the Lord's doing. Amen. Put your hands together. I think we can do one more time. For the greater love, gospel singers. Amen. And, um, and, um, when she was saying God took away all my shame, I was wondering exactly what you're talking about. But it's okay. These are faith confessions. I'm so excited to be in the First Love Church today. Yeah. And I'm glad to announce that. Okay. The Healing Jesus campaign team is home. Okay. From Madagascar and Gabon, they are all here. So why don't we give a hand for the Healing Jesus campaign? The welcome. Mother Lulu is here. I can see Mother Ariel is here. I can see Bishop Randy, Bishop Prince. These are our heroes. Welcome home. God bless you. We're watching you. Um, I can't, who else is here? Have I missed anybody? Uh, Bishop Patrick, I don't think he was there. Ah, Pastor Lava, Reverend Lava is here. Put your hands together. Reverend Lava. And, ah, Mother Chella is also here. Put your hands together. Welcome home. We are so proud of you. When we were watching you, we were saying that's our people there. So God bless you. We thank God for bringing you back. And you are looking nice in your correct t-shirts. Amen. Now, I'm also glad to announce to you today... Glad to announce to you today. Our prophet is back home. Hallelujah. Amen. And um, um well. Prophet left us, he was in his 50s. But now he's celebrating. Listen, listen, he's celebrating the 30th anniversary of his 30th birthday. You get it? Hallelujah. So 
There's excitement in the air. There's expectancy in the air. And it's just a blessing to have a home. So one more time, a shout of joy. By the way, today, those of you like closing time and those type of things, Charlie, start going on. Please. Now, um, we are so excited to have our prophet back. What, what a fantastic crusade. What a fantastic move of God in Madagascar, in Gabon, in all the cities in Madagascar and also in Gabon. And what a wonderful sign and a wonder that God has done in front of our eyes. And we are blessed to see it. I like that song they sang. This is the Lord's doing. And it's wonderful. You know, sometimes God does something, but it's not wonderful to you. But this is the Lord's doing. And it's when we look at it, it's wonderful. It's beautiful. It's exciting to see what God has done with his servant, with our pastor. And um, I'm proud. Daddy, we are proud that you are our pastor. We are, we are, we are proud of you. We are, I don't know if... I don't know if children are allowed to be proud of Father, but we are proud of you. Amen. And so, we want to bring up our prophet to say, we want to hear from him. You want to hear from him? Hey, hey, hey. Now, we're going to sing Nothing is Impossible, but there's a video reel that's going to show us the crusade in an exciting way. So, are you ready to sing that Nothing is Impossible? Every standing, cue the video, let's go. Every standing as we sing, nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Are you ready? Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you trust in His word. I can do the voice of God to me. Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. For everything, oh everything, yes, everything is possible with God. One last time, in the oh, time. Oh, let's sing it again. Nothing is impossible when you put.
What a blessing. Lift your hands. Father, thank you for your blessing today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for your great provision. And thank you for causing us to see your goodness in the land of the living. We can only say thank you. Thank you for choosing us, using us, sending us, bringing us back, and still giving us some more time. We are grateful. We ask you to speak to our hearts. Lead us in the right way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Now, today I'm not preaching. I'm just bringing greetings. B. Josh is going to be doing the sermon today. Amen. So, that's a great blessing. But I'm happy to be back. Um, when, I, when I left, as Joshua said, I was in my 50s by the grace of God. I've been able to cross 60 with ease. So, that is a great blessing. And I thank God being able to cross such a, um, a major milestone with the grace of God doing the work of God. Amen. Still. I've been a Christian for so many years. Serving the Lord and working in the church. And it is a great blessing. Oh, yes. Mm. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, we bring you greetings from uh, Madagascar, when uh, Majanga, Mahajanga, which is uh, by the sea by the beach, by the sea, the Indian Ocean, and also from Antananarivo. The capital city of Madagascar, which is a, a very beautiful country, an island, an island with everything. Whilst we were there, on one side it was, it was hot and another side was cold. One side was hot with everything we have in Ghana. Mosquitoes, flies and everything. And then they had another side of the island that was having snow. On the same island. So, all the extremes on the same island. Amazing. So we had blessed, blessed times, and then we saw the crusade in Gabon also. 
our crusade in uh, Antananarivo, I think it was one of the largest they've ever had there. Antananarivo. They say Antananarivo. Yeah. That is a blessing. You know, I would never have known all these places if it wasn't for Jesus. When, when he said, go ye into all the world without giving us any transport fare, without giving us any ticket money, but he said, go. It meant that he intended to give you money to go. He had, he had it in his mind. He was going to finance a lot of traveling. But only that people didn't believe. We, don't, we haven't believed that God has intentions of financing things. So, it's a great blessing. And um, it's a great blessing. So, we are excited to be back. On my birthday, I was um, somewhere, but I, I saw that you people really had a good time. I still have it. I was excited for you. I'm thankful to the Lord. I'm more thankful to God than anything else because it's grace. A lot happens in a short time. And you know, One day we were going to the crusade and um, I don't know which town and there were some mosquitoes in the car. And so we tried to kill some of them but there were still some. They just come moving around slowly. By the time we got to the pastor's conference, it took up almost an hour. I realized that these mosquitoes have traveled, but they are not aware that they are traveling. They've traveled from one end of the city to the other. But because they are in a car, they don't know that they are moving. That they are actually moving on a journey. And that is how we are also. Because the earth is covered with a certain atmosphere, we are not aware that we are moving at a speed of 107,000 kilometers per hour around the sun. If we didn't move at that speed, we cannot make it in 365 days. Yeah. So sometimes we are not aware of the journey we are making because of a certain controlled environment. You don't realize that you are actually progressing on a journey. And right now, we are progressing on a journey of our lives. Amen. Amen. And uh, sometimes coming to church and hearing the word of God is all intended to make us aware. Are you aware that you are progressing on a journey? The journey is going on. You are getting to the end. If God has given us 70 years, it means I've used six, seven of the time already six seven 
So those of you, I mean, our students will find it difficult, but if somebody can show the art students what is six, seven on a, on a pie chart, if you can, it will really help the art students. Oh, yes. If you are 50, you've used five sevens. If you are 40, you've used four sevens. It's scary. So, it's amazing. And if you are 65, you've used 6.57. Yes. And if you are 69, you are left with Is this six over seven? Yeah. That's serious. So, the best time to serve the Lord is when you are young and fresh and ready for life. Is the time to choose. Most people choose to serve the Lord a little late. Yes. Amen. So, I'm very happy to bring you these greetings today. And uh, before I sit down, because I, Abamis have to read the Bible. Yes, I want to read Psalm eighty-nine. Psalm eighty-nine. I want to just share something from Psalm eighty-nine before I sit down, and I'll hand over. Don't worry, I'll hand over soon. Don't worry. Amen. Mm. Psalm 89, verse 19. I'm going to start from verse 19. Then thou speakest, and I'm using the, you can use both King James and uh, American, but Let's, let's use what you have. Once, let's use the American Bible, please. Once you spoke in a vision to your godly ones and said, I have given help to one who is mighty. I've exalted one chosen from the people. Amen. So, this is a vision. Are you there? Are you there? Now, one of the things about a vision is that a vision is when 
you become aware of something. You see, a blind man cannot see someone standing by his side. When his eyes open, the effect of his eyes being opened is that he becomes aware of something by him. So in the realm of the spirit, Visions are often becoming aware of something and conscious of it. It's, it's the same as it's what we even call having a vision. So David, King David, he said, once you spoke in a vision to your godly ones and you said, I have given help to one who is mighty. Therefore, today, the the Lord declares you mighty. You are mighty. Amen. The prophecy you believe is what's going to happen. Then he said, I have exalted one chosen from the people. I've exalted one chosen from the people. Now, one day, I was at home and I wanted to make some coffee for myself. All right? So I went to where we have, I've not been there for some time, different cups, mugs, tea cups, coffee cups, mugs. You understand what I mean? They were lined up on three rows. I'd been away, so I'd not seen them for some time. When I looked at the cupboard, my hand went past the first shelf, past the second shelf, to the third shelf, and they were arranged there. Different colors. And I went to a particular one. It was not the extreme, right? It was not the extreme. I picked it. When I brought it down, the Lord told me, this is how it is to be chosen. There are so many options. There are so many options. But you, you move by this first group, this second group, then within the group, you select a particular, and you don't even know why. Because I bought them. And the one that I chose is similar to another one. But I don't know why I chose that one. And I usually choose that same one. It's a very great thing to be chosen. Yeah. So those of you who feel that God has called you, it's a very wild thing to despise your calling and to lower it. You know, This is one of the reasons why God sometimes withdraws his blessing because we insult his choice. When you are chosen, you must behave well. You must respond. You must say yes. Thank you. And you mustn't offer God a version of yourself which is tired. A version of yourself which is exhausted. You must offer him the version 
of yourself which is at its peak. And you must offer him a version of yourself for as long as possible. The best version. Yeah. I have never tried to press pressurize people when God is choosing you. So, here is this, here is this, here is this. Do this, do this, do this. But to be chosen is a very wild thing. You see it more when you are going to die. You see that. I was chosen. Uh, did I take it seriously? To be saved. Patrick, come to me. Which hall was it we were preaching at? Legon Hall. Hold the microphone. Stand here. How old were you? I was tw- um, 17 going to 19. 17 going to 18. Yes. <laughs> I went to Legon. University of Ghana to preach at a, a program crusade or something and then he was 17 years old going to 19 stand here because they can't see you over there yes tell us what happened to you so um, put the mic nearer I, I had gone to the night market in Legon come this way Come this way, so that we are both in the video. Yes. I had gone to the night market in Legon to go and eat in the evening. So I went to eat Kenke, and I bought some um, granuts. To do. I was getting ready to go to the mass department to go study. And then... You were going from the night market, market. which is where? At which is at the back. Saba. Saba, at the back there. Saba Hall. Saba Hall, mm-hmm. yes. So... He had finished eating kenke at the night market. You, did you eat at the market I or ate you, at the you, mar- you ate I at, at the, the market? market. <laughs> okay. Please, allow. So, so now he had finished eating. His stomach was full. And he was holding groundnuts. Groundnuts. For the peanuts. Night. For those of you who are foreign people, <laughs> peanuts. Uh-huh. So I was going to the mass department and whilst I was passing by the um, Legonho Ness and go through the back, and I heard um, um, music and preaching. And I remember that somebody had told me that there would be a crusade in the middle there. So I said, let me pass there and see what is happening. So I passed through the Legon Hall and I got to the pond, the, yeah, the fountain that was there. And then I saw you, you were preaching between the S block and the P block. And then I said, between S block and P, P block. block. Okay. Yes, and I said, who is this white man who has come to waste his time on this campus? So let me stand there and listen to what you are saying. Then I heard you preaching, and you were preaching about Lazarus and the rich man. And I heard words like delicious life. And you said that Lazarus died, and angels carried him to heaven. And the rich man died, and um, he went to hell. And you were preaching about hell. And you said that um, the rich man went to hell, not because 
he was uh, a fornicator or a thief or an evil person, but because he had forgotten about God, mm. and you read the verse, and you said, all the wicked nations shall be turned into hell, and the nations that do forget God. And you said, there's a boy here, um, you, are, you think you are a good boy, you, you are not drinking, you are not smoking, and you think everything is okay, but you are going to hell because we have forgotten about God. Mm. And I felt that, no, it's me, because I had come to study and give myself to study because I wanted to be a doctor. And I was not, <laughs> I was not following girls. I was not doing anything. All I wanted to do was to study and um, it was go, a to medical, go to medical school. It was in medical school. Time, for the first time, I could hear preaching and understand. And I felt that I'm the one that you are talking about. And you knelt down and you described hell, and you described how the worm died not, and how in hell people be squirming, and you were moving your body, you be squirming, and it was terrifying. You and were you, terrified. I was terrified, and you knelt down, and you lifted up your right hand, and said, look at my right hand. One day you, you stand before God, and God will say that I sent a white man to you to come and preach and call, but you didn't listen. And so I was wondering, what should I do now? And you made the altar call that if you are here, you must give your life to Christ, Come and give your life to Christ if you want to come and give, if you want to give your life to Christ. And I left my, I was holding the granite in my hand and there was a pot there and I just dropped inside and I was the first who ran to the front. Wow. And, and today he's a bishop and he has thousands of members and many churches in Botswana. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's his that's his church. That's it. God these are all these are all churches. This is this is his church. You know. I remember when I sent him to Botswana. I said, cool. Thank you, my dear. Thank you. All of you watching online, 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 let God speak to your heart. Psalm 89, verse 19. I have exalted someone I've chosen. The first thing is that God will choose you and then he exalts a person that he's chosen. It's a great thing to be chosen by God. Never resist the anointing. Rather, let's give ourselves wholly to this great opportunity where God chooses you to do something for him. Amen. Amen. No one knew that this boy who runs to the front at a crusade, the first was someone who God had chosen him. But many people pass by the crusades. Many people hear all these things. Nothing becomes of it. Verse 20. Amen. It says, I have found David my servant with my holy oil I have anointed him 
May you be anointed by God. Yes. To be anointed is a very great thing. Yeah. Without the anointing, you cannot do much. Because all the things that are done supernaturally, unless you can have some natural reason, you can usually not find a reason to explain what God is doing when he's working. Yes. Usually cannot find a reason. So, he says, with my holy oil, I have anointed him and with whom my hand shall be established. So, the anointing establishes you. Yes. And that is why No, the other day the Holy Spirit told me, pray for the people. I want to pray for you. And if we have the possibility even today to anoint you with oil. Yes. John Avanzini, I believe he was here. He he said, he gave a testimony, isn't it? What did he say? Hello. Yeah, he said um, he said that he Okay, your mic is working. Yes, sir. He said that um, he met you uh, a couple of years ago. We were both preaching at the same conference in Manila. And he said he was was preaching at a conference with daddy. They were both speakers. And um, he met daddy. And as soon as he met daddy in the, I don't know where, it must have been backstage or you know, behind, behind in the office. In the office, you know, because they were both speakers at the same conference. You know, he, he had heard of so much about Daddy and he was looking forward to meeting Daddy as fellow pastors and so on. But as soon as Daddy met him, Daddy just knelt down and said, just pray for me. And he said in his ministry, there are only two pastors who have ever done that to him. He said, your father values the anointing, you know, and the grace of God. Values the anointing, you know, and the grace of God. Because he said he was meeting daddy as an equal pastor. But daddy just knelt down and said, you are a father, just pray for me. And pray for me too, for the anointing. Amen. Amen. I, I had even forgotten that event. But people become what they become because of the anointing. So if you believe in the anointing, yes. So Many things that I have seen in the ministry, I've seen them as I pursued the Holy Spirit anointing. May you be anointed in your life. He says, with my holy oil, I have anointed him. And my arm also will strengthen him. That is the next thing that happens. Is that you are strengthened. Yes. May you be strong. Yes, because you need strength to do the work of the Lord. Amen. So may you have strength. And without strength, you cannot deliver. Yes. Every weakness in your life. How many have weaknesses? Do you have any weakness? 
Do you think God calls people with weaknesses? All the people God calls are weak. But the anointing makes you strong. That's why sometimes when you hear of the troubles of the anointed, you are surprised because anointed people look like they are strong and they don't have any problems. But the anointing is what makes you strong. So I want you to respect the anointing. Yes, respect the anointing. Many times when I was with Yongicho, before he died, I knew that there was some kind of supernatural power. A man who can have a meeting on Monday morning. And I believe one day we'll do it. Monday morning at the stadium. The stadium is full. At nine o'clock, shepherds meeting. Yeah, just the shepherds. Eh? Olympic. We went to two different stadiums. In my time with Yongicho, there were two, two different stadiums we went to. One was the Olympic Stadium because they hosted the Olympic Games. Then at another time, they hosted the World Cup soccer. So we went first to the Olympic Stadium. Then when they made this new stadium, World Cup, then we went to the World Cup. All of them full for shepherd. Nine, the time is nine. So they pick us from the hotel around seven and take us in a bus to the stadium. Then by nine, then they are on full blast and the whole stadium is full. Yes. So what I'm saying is that um, the things that anointed people do, they cannot be explained. Do you know Korea? Korea is where they make Samsung. Samsung phones, Samsung cars, LG, fridges, air conditioners, cars, Kia, Hyundai, which are bigger than all car companies and tech companies in the world today. Most countries are filled with Korean cars. And it is in that city, not a village where there's no money. But in that city where there is the industries and the businesses are at a peak. That at 9 a.m. Eh, the stadium is full of shepherds for cell meet- leaders meetings. Beautiful. Receive, it says, receive the anointing to do exploits for God and in the name of God. In the name of Jesus. I love the anointing. Yes. And the anointing will strengthen you. Amen. And the next, I'm not preaching, no, I'm just sharing something and then I'll, I'll hand over. The anointing will protect you from deception. Look at what he says in Psalm 89 and the next verse, verse 22. The enemy will not deceive him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. I see so many people standing at the back. What's the problem? Come and sit on the stairs, please. All the people in the corner, if there are people outside in the corner, come and sit down, please. Amen. Now, this is one of the great blessings of the anointing. The anointing 
Everybody lift your hand and say, I am anointed. And he says, the enemy will not deceive him. I'm telling you, you have to ask yourself, all right, what am I being deceived about now? When I look at my life, I've been a Christian for so many years, serving the Lord and working in the church. Can I tell you something? At each stage, I was deceived about something. Yes. And the deception was, presents itself as a danger of something near you. So, the enemy wants to deceive you and at each stage, you need to be protected from the current delusion, the current deception of your life at that moment. Let's take the whole world who don't believe in Jesus. You ask yourself, what is the current deception that they have? That there is no God There's no Jesus. Heaven doesn't matter. Whatever. That's a great danger they are in. Because they don't believe all these things. So at every stage. So a person who is deceived that there is no God. No church. No need for this. No whatever. Is in a current danger. Because of a current deception. So at every stage there is a deception which is the current one. And it poses itself as a great danger to you. Yes. So, at each stage of life, all right, there are things that deceive. And by the grace of God and by the, the, the Holy Spirit, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, uh, you will not be deceived. You will not be deceived. Whatever is strong. You know, there are people who are so deceived sometimes at the stage where you should have a beloved. You are deceived. So, you reject beloveds. Or maybe you even, because of a deception, you choose a wrong thing that's not good for you. Because of that, at that stage, there's a current deception. Yes, maybe all that you, you have in mind that a good person is someone who comes from your village. Do you see? And so that particular deception may keep you from a good person who God is giving you right by your side because the person doesn't come from a village or the person is not fair colored, which have, is what you've been told in your mind that fair and then it means beautiful. So there's always a deception. Always. When Satan wants to attack you, he attacks you by deceiving you. The Bible describes the devil as the devil will deceive the whole world. The whole world. So every full-time pastor has deceptions that are worrying him, that are a danger to him at a time. Every bishop also has deceptions that are by him, that are dangerous to him. Every lay person has deceptions that are there on him. 
So at each stage of life, there's a kind of deception. So that's why the Bible says the anointing, it says, it says the enemy will not deceive him. Yes. This is one of the greatest blessings of the anointing. May you be protected from deception. I want to offer you a suggestion. One of the greatest things you can do for yourself is to speak in tongues. Yes, because I will tell you that even in your prayer life, right, you, you, you probably don't know the topic that is important at that, at that point. Today is what? June. From now to December, what is it? What is there? What, what is coming? I mean, most likely we don't even, you, before you realize, you are praying about your education, but the issue that is coming, it has nothing to do with your education. And your education is not even relevant at this stage. Twenty twenty January 1st, there were many prophecies. This is going to happen, there's going to be a year of this, a year of this. The main thing that was coming 2020 was pandemic. It closed down churches. Up to today, I've never recovered. Watch Christian television. Many churches, they only show the pastor preaching. You can't show the congregation. The congregation is gone. And some people were planning to start churches during that pandemic time. Only to even know that mature churches which have already been there are closing down. How much more yours which is now starting? May the anointing on your life be strong. Amen. Then it says, not the son of wickedness afflict him. Amen. Every affliction of the enemy of the son of wickedness by the anointing you are protected one night I was in Gabon I was sitting in the car waiting to go on stage and I saw an angel standing by the stage very tall when he stands on the ground he sees you know he sees he sees like yeah like as if you are standing on the stage and he's looking from the ground yeah it was just and then I don't know at the time that I've seen angels they, 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 they seem to be unconcerned about what is happening it's like they are doing either he was scratching his head or he was just I mean they are just there it's like it's like they are in charge by far. Receive supernatural angels and supernatural interventions in your life. Yes. The son of wickedness shall not afflict him. May the Lord himself deliver you from afflictions, pains, sicknesses, wicked things, death, diagnosis, and wicked implications that are against you in Jesus name that is why 
The shepherd wraps the sheep with oil. He wraps the sheep with oil to make the flies. When the flies come, they, they smell the oil and they go away. Sometimes when you see buffaloes, cows, sheep, animals, they are so irritated so they can move their skin. Have you seen them doing it before? It's a wild torment. In the realm of the spirit, demons are like dogs and other animals. The Bible describes them as such. One time I saw two hyenas. The Bible says, and the spirit tear him, tear. And he fell to the ground, wallowing. That's what demons do. They want to tear you apart. Tear your life. The only way for you to understand it is to see um, this happening. All right? Look at this scripture. Mark, eh? Nine, yes. They brought him, and when he saw him straight away, the spirit tear, like tore him apart, and he fell. So when you are being torn apart, you fall to the ground. That's why people fall down. And the word wallowed is the word rolling. Wallowed. The word wallowed is roll. You can change the version, you'll find it. Foaming. So sometimes I see people vomiting, coming up with things. He fell to the ground. Yeah, so that's another version, American version. It says, he began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. Yeah. One time I saw a large buffalo. A buffalo is like from this pulpit here to here. They are very long and huge. And two hyenas, they are like Alsatian dogs, a little bigger. They came. But they went to the back. And one of the hyenas held the testicles and held the penis and bit it off. And the buffalo, which is so huge, I've not seen that before. It just, the legs just went down. And he never, could never get up again. So he was walking only on a two. It, it was, he, and the other, they, they just tore him and they eat him from the back. They eat it from the back. If you be alive whilst they eat it. Yes. Sometimes you see them eating the animals from the back. They tear them apart. In the realm of the spirit, any power that is seeking to tear you, to, it's like, so you just look at the animal. Human beings look and wonder, what is it like? What is it like to be torn apart? And you see people fall. People get into difficulty. Their lives are being torn apart by evil spirits. Today, you know, may every oppression of the enemy in your life and because of the oil because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit in Jesus name the enemy will not deceive him neither will the son of wickedness afflict him verse 23 
Hallelujah. But I shall crush his adversaries before him and strike those who hate him. Amen. Every great person has enemies. But because of the anointing, God says that I will crush your adversaries, his adversaries. May every enemy who is fighting you be crushed. And then he says, I will strike those who hate him. Sometimes you can see from the words of some people, hatred. Like so that you ask, why is this man full of hatred? What is it? What has been done to you? That you are so filled with hatred. When you look at Jesus, who was ministering, I mean, you ask yourself, why did they hate him so much? What did he do? He was ministering to people, to the poor, to this, to that, to different. He never attacked anybody, killed anybody. They were filled with hatred because it's a response from the spirit realm. And Satan is always looking for a vessel to express his dislike and his hatred for God's servants through that person. So if you yield yourself to the devil, he will use you. He will use you to speak. He will use you to act. Yes. That's what the Bible says. Give no place to the devil. If you open yourself up, do you see? And one of the ways in which you are opening up to demons is when you are hurt. You see, if you get a cut, which is a hurt, an offense, or a wound, something that hurts you, it opens up your skin and then the insects and the germs come into you. It, become, it can become a big thing and even become a fever and kill you. That's why doctors wash their hands all the time and wear gloves and face and that because they are going to cut you and they, you have to be careful. Once you are cut, you have to be very careful. So you have to be careful of wherever something offends you or hurts you. Some people don't like to be corrected at all. When you correct them, oh, why? Some people only want to be praised. Always praise me, always say good things. But there's nothing like that in real life. Jesus said, as for offense, it will come. So if you stay in the church for some time, by all means the time will come, something will, be, something, will be, something will come up, something will be corrected, something will be said, a rebuke will come. It will not always be praised. Tell your neighbor, we can't always praise you. Eh? We can't always praise you. Is your name Shawanda or what is your name? We can't always thank you for your song, for this, for this, for that, for whatever. No. Oh, yes. But when people are, when, when if, you, if you allow, if you allow, eh, when you get a big strike or a big cut, that will be the entrance. Yes. Because demons are always looking for a way to come into you. So they are watching you like this. That's what they call familiar spirit. Those who are sent to you, they just watch you. You go left, you go right, you go left, you go right. Ah! That's an opening. And they enter. And then they take over. So many words, like hatred for Jews. You see, you see that it's evil spirits have entered people and are speaking what the devil hates. Because Jews are the family of our Lord Jesus. So sometimes you hear people speaking. He says, I will strike those who hate him. They just have hatred. Yes. And there's a lot of hatred. 
if you've been in the ministry, you will feel it. There are many times I ask myself, sir, what is it? Why does this person hate me so much? I don't, I, I, I try to scan. One time I was preaching and I stopped and I asked him, why does this person hate me? I don't understand the hatred. Because I, I, you, just, you, can pal, you can palpate it. It's palpable. But the Lord promises for the anointed. I will strike those who hate him. Put up that scripture there. I will strike those who hate him. Change the version to King James. What does it say in King James? Change the version. Oh yes. I will plague them that hate him. I will plague them that hate him. Hey. Are you still around? How many want to be more and more anointed by some by this beautiful psalm? It says, then I will beat down his foes before his face and plague them that hate him. Verse 24. It says, my faithfulness and loving kindness will be with him. May God's love and loving kindness be with him. Be with you. I think those at the far end are not interested in loving kindness. I think they are mostly on this side that are into loving kindness. Oh yes, receive the loving kindness. Oh yes. You know, one night I was preaching in Madagascar. You'll be there soon. We are going to a certain town in Madagascar. It's, it's a, a special. I'll tell you about it when we go there. Oh, yes. From that town, you can see the whales in the sea. Yes. Yes. Now, anyway, one night, when I finished preaching, when I came back to my room, I was praying. I was suddenly overwhelmed by the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I fell to the ground and I knelt down. And I, I said, the great loving kindness of the Lord to me was to allow me to be the one who was preaching those words that I had just preached. Yes. I preached that Jesus was knocking at the door of your heart. Open. But I was, I, I felt that it was a special love for God that he had allowed me and used me to speak. It was a great love. May God be very kind to you. You see, you people, I'm telling you, you don't know that. You see, if you ever have a job and the job is taken from you, you understand what is loving kindness. Yes. All over the world, the world is looking for jobs. If you not thought about it, every government is supposed to create jobs. I hear this government said they've created some jobs. Yes. Ah, you are the ones who are experiencing the jobs. 
As for me, I'm working for the Lord. And I hear 60, you are on pension. Yes. So I'm not a pensioner. <laughs> Amazing. May his loving kindness. May his loving kindness. And did you hear what I said? May God show you loving kindness. He says, my, my loving kindness, I will not take it away from him. It will be with him. It will be with him. And in my name, his horn will be exalted. May you experience God's faithfulness and loving kindness. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. And I shall also set his hand on the sea and his right hand on the rivers. May you be crossing the sea. You know, it's a grace of God for you to cross the sea. You know, when we were coming from Gabon, the plane took off. If you show the map of Gabon, you'll see. We flew directly over the sea. Yeah, from beginning to end, sea to sea. Yes. We just crossed. It's an anointing. Otherwise, you'll be stuck in Accra. Tell your neighbor, I'll never be stuck in any country. I'll never be stuck in any country. I'll never be stuck in any country. Hallelujah. You see that little girl who sang, it is the Lord's doing. That's, that, that is a kindness of God to her. It's a kindness of God to her father, to her mother. I'm telling you. You see, kindness, some of you think kindness is cashew nuts or maybe tomato puree or maybe tuna flakes. You know? Chocolate. Look, to be chosen, to be used, to be called, to be selected, to be allowed to do something, anything, anything. It's a kindness. That's, that's all that I saw. When I saw her singing the song, I said, this is the Lord's doing. Yes. May, may God's loving kindness reach you. May he like you. May he use you. May he choose you. May he find you. Yes. Yes. It's beautiful. It is the Lord's doing. It's the Lord's doing. It's the Lord's doing. I will set his hand on the sea and the right hand of the river. You'll be crossing rivers. One day I was in uh, Kinshasa. Kinshasa. You know Kinshasa? The capital of DRC. And I was going to another city. The capital of Congo Brazzaville. But do you know what was between me and Congo Brazzaville? A mighty river. The Congo River separates the two closest capital cities in the world. Yes, they are the two closest capital cities of two different countries. Opposite side of the river. And I got on a boat. And I crossed the mighty Congo River. The Congo River is at a point, it's like the sea. You can't see the end. Yes, it's a mighty river. 
You know, that part of Africa is, I think, the richest place. Oh. And there I was crossing the Congo River from Kinshasa to Brazzaville. You'll be crossing rivers for God. For God. For God. For God. For God. For God. Damasato Maramanda. Oh, yes. My anointing will establish you as a man of authority. You will expand. Amen. And you will have a beautiful relationship with God. Because he said in Psalm 89, he will cry to me, you are my father. You are my God. You are my father. Some people say, my daddy, my father. He says, he will cry to me, you are my father. You are my God, the rock of my salvation. That's the relationship I have with you. As far as I'm concerned, you are my father. May God answer all your prayers in Jesus. And I will also make him my firstborn. Verse 27. Higher than the kings of the earth. Wow. God is making you special. One of the nice things of this world is specialness. People don't really want to be wives. They want to be special. A wife is a job. True or not true? It's a job. There's nothing more in the wife. It's the specialness that they want. Not the work of the wife. The work of the wife is, I mean, so many jobs. But to be special. So when you're going, they'll go with you. You sit on the side. You'll be this. They'll honor you, Madam Queen. The one and only. The madam. Hey. But not the work in the house. Today, God is making you special. He says, I will make you as my firstborn. Because the firstborn is always special. Amen. And the anointing is going to affect your children. Mm. Psalm 89 verse 29. Verse 29. I will establish his descendants forever. May your children be established forever. I said may your children be established forever. How many have children? How many don't have children? I prophesy of the children that are yet to come. May your children be established, your descendants be established forever. Hallelujah. And his seed shall endure forever. Verse 36. Verse 36. His seed shall endure forever. His descendants shall endure forever and his throne as the sun before. These are all the blessings that came on David because he was chosen. May God choose you in a very, very special way. All I can say to God in 60 years of being around is thank you 
for choosing me. Thank you for liking me. Thank you for honoring me. Thank you for anointing me. Thank you for allowing me to speak for you. Thank you for not cutting me off. Thank you for this great honor and this great blessing. In Jesus' name. And I pray for you that the anointing that has carried me from the time I was appointed as a pastor at the age of 25 all the way up till today may that grace and that beautiful grace and merciful grace be with you may you never be cut off may you never fall short of your calling may you experience all the blessings of the anointing on your life all the days of your life in the name of Jesus Christ and everyone said amen, amen. now every standing please every standing do you have anointing oil no okay make believe that you have oil this is the only oil you have I wish you could get a drop if you have some ladies have perfume anything just take a drop I, I, I'm going to pray for the, the people. Yeah, if you give, give, give to people. Okay, give me a drop. Oh, yes. Thank you. Just a drop. Everybody try and get this side. All these people, don't have, they don't have any oil. Just a drop. Don't pour. Look at my, look at my finger. Show them my finger. You see my finger? Can you see the oil on my finger? Yeah, just like that. Just a drop. I want to pray for you before I sit down because the judge is going to do the sermon and the altar call and all those things. Yes. I hope I've not taken up too much time with this greeting. Give them some oil. Everybody get a, a let, let us all get a piece of a drop, just a drop. Because the anointing is very fantastic. Psalm 89, verse 19. I've chosen. I've chosen. I've laid help on one that is chosen. Then verse 20. It says, with my holy oil, I have anointed him. I found David and I've anointed him. Are you seeing the verse? It says, I chose somebody. Then with my holy oil, I anointed him. And what happened after he anointed him? Verse 21. Do you see? With whom my hand will be established and I will strengthen him. So it starts to follow. First of all, they choose you. Then they anoint you. Then after that, you become stronger in verse 21. Then in verse 22, the enemy will not deceive him. Do you see? And the son of wickedness, the wickedness will not work. Then in verse 23, it says, I will crush his adversaries and I will strike those who hate him. All the people that hate you, God is going to strike them because of their anointing. Verse 24, my faithfulness and loving kindness will be with him. I'll be kind to him. I'll show him my love. 
like I was telling you, the little girl was singing. I think she's in secondary school. She was singing to us. It's a blessing. It's loving kindness. That's how it is when God loves you and God is being kind to you. And the next verse, my, and I will set his hand on the sea. You will be crossing the sea. You will be flying. Because if you never get a visa, you can never fly over the sea. You see, it's the same as saying you will have visas, multiple visas. You will have multiple visas and money to buy tickets. When he said go into all the world, it means visas and tickets are being given to you. It's a wonderful blessing. Have you got your oil? Lift up your hand like this. Everywhere. Upstairs. Oh yes. Father, as we come to this anointing self, and those of you online, please get your oil as well. We are praying with you. I want God to anoint you with his, the Holy Spirit and with power. Father, in the name of Jesus, place your hand on your head, wherever you are. Let the anointing be found on all these children and everyone watching online. The anointing that strengthens. The anointing that helps someone who is chosen by God. The anointing that causes your loving kindness to be directed towards your anointed. Your anointing that crushes the son of wickedness and strikes down those that hate the anointed. Your anointing that blesses the descendants and the children. The anointing that makes us your firstborn and makes us special. Receive this anointing right now in the realm of the spirit. Receive this anointing right now. Receive. Receive this anointing right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May you be anointed. May you be anointed. And may you be gifted. I see in the realm of the street, God is giving somebody a gift. Like you, 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 you were putting oil on your head. But actually a gift is being imparted to you now. Receive a gift. Careful. Receive a gift. Receive a gift. Receive a gift. Oh. On the left and on the right. Impartations of gifts. On the left and on the right. Impartation. Somebody's weakness is being made strong today. Your weakness, whatever was weak in your life. Whatever was weakness about you. Whatever was an open door to demons. God is strengthening you now. And somebody who was going to fall 10 years before the Lord is strengthening you. It cannot happen. Receive strength that will keep you fighting and standing for another 10 years. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The blessing of the Lord rests upon you. May the blessing of the Lord come upon you. May the grace of God 
that appears to bring salvation, to bring the gift of God, come on you right now as you anoint, wrap in the oil, wrap your head with the oil. May the anointing make a difference. May you be anointed by the Holy Spirit online, YouTube, and Facebook. Be anointed uh, and filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, for strength and for grace. May Psalm 89 come to pass in steps in your life. Step after step until you see every single promise and every single prophecy come to pass practically in your life. May you see every verse that is written in Psalm 89 applied to King David also applied in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray that the anointing of the Holy Ghost be upon all the children and upon all the sons and daughters and upon all the children that God has given to me in the ministry to serve the Lord together. Receive the gift of God. Receive the help of God to be stronger and stronger, better and better, to last longer, to accomplish whatever He has called you to accomplish. In the name of Jesus Christ. Anointing, follow me, come on now. of God. No matter the color, no matter the skin, no matter the age, no matter the time, may your eyes be anointed to be blessed eyes. We see power, grace, glory, anointing, and spiritual things. Thank you. Thank you for blessing our eyes too. To see the gift of God. We give you thanks. We give you praise. In Jesus' name.
Jesus name now lift your hands and give him thanks right now anointing from today your eyes will see the anointing and your heart will recognize the gift of God and your spirit will be conscious of the grace and the beauty of the oil the mantle the spirit the dark the wind the wind of God Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.